One of the key ways in which practicing mindfulness and mindful coping practice has changed the paradigm for me in the way that I experience consciousness and experience my life is that it has changed the way that I look at things that happen external to me. In other words, something that someone says to me, the way that they say it. There is always that additional where I find where the suffering, and it's it's many times unnecessary, comes in is in the overanalyzing or overthinking the meaning behind the way a person looks at me, the way a person speaks to me, what I think they might be saying, or how I, you know, think they might be feeling about me. And when we're talking about things that are external to us, I think it's very normal and human to feel like these things are happening to me. You know, someone is doing something to me. They're saying something to me in a certain way. And the tendency is to take that very personally, which I also think is very normal, natural, and human. But I also find that it tends to cause my, I cause myself a lot of unnecessary suffering and really negatively impact the quality of my life by the way that I look at this. And there is, I guess, the, the paradigm shift is, for me is that I am, and I don't want to say trying because I think the more I try to do something, I'm most likely not going to do it. Uh, this is more about the ways of just being aware of how I'm translating what I'm actually experiencing. And what I mean by that is instead of seeing things through the lens of things happening to me, you know, I, I, I met someone, uh, they said something to me or I took something in a certain way and something happened to me, you know, and, and there's a lot of these things that we cannot control in any way. Uh, but at the same time, I also realize that what is what has changed is that I now look at these things as they are just what happens. And it is easier said than done. And I don't want to imply that this was something magical that just changed for me, you know, very quickly as it has taken many, many years to get to a point where I have, I don't want to say the word trying to do this or the phrase trying to do this. It's more, I think if I were to describe it in words, it's that I allow myself to do this. I give myself headspace and more room and a different perspective to be able to do this. And the way that I'm able to do that, and this is something that's available to anyone, there is nothing unique or noteworthy about this. It doesn't take any special skill of any kind. It just takes a willingness to undertake mindfulness practice and then and then beyond that, mindful coping practice or whatever way that uh, a person can practice the ability to cope more effectively. And this is one of those difficult difficult ones in that, you know, it is very dear to us how, you know, we, we identify with what we think happens to us instead of what just happens. And for me, what I have found is that by practicing mindfulness on a regular basis over a longer period of time, 
there's a tendency to more automatically be more present in each moment and be more aware of what my mind is doing because that's really what is, if there's anything reacting or bracing against or defending myself against, that is all happening in my mind. If I'm defending myself, I realize there is a way to defend myself physically But I think in many cases, defending oneself actually starts in the mind. It's the stance that we take. It's the posture that we are, we take that, at least I feel like in my experiences, you know, that's, that posture is taken in the mind before it is taken physically in any way, as far as physically bracing ourselves or adopting a defensive posture. And the trick is with this, is that the mind tends to want to identify with what it thinks is happening to the self. In other words, it is very normal and natural. It's an ingrained habit, and it happens very uh, unconsciously, and it's something that we don't really have to even try to do. It is just, for most people, and I've talked to a lot of people about this particular subject, and it is certainly one that uh, that comes easy for most of us. And in most cases, I found that that's unfortunate. So it really, in this in this particular instance, what I find is that if I'm aware of the fact that I'm doing this and I don't want to do it, and I'm finding that somehow by, you know, and there are things that happen after I start thinking that things are happening to me, I then start defending myself. There's a story that in my mind that develops, and it very in many, very many cases tends to I, the character that I am. If it is something that is not good, I tend to be the victim, and I really am probably focusing. Now that I think about it, I'm really focusing more on the things that we think are negative, or when we think that something not good is happening to us. There is, uh, is certainly further discussion on thinking that good things are happening to us, but it is, that's really, a, I think, is a, is a different subject and, and has a whole different line of thinking to it. So what I'm going to really focus on, because of the fact that there is, at least in my mind, more unnecessary suffering in those things that we think that are happening to us that are negative. And I don't, and I want to make sure that I make this clear. I am not implying that by someone thinking that something is happening to them, that that is in their imagination. It's, you know, it's, it's certainly not. These are, you know, real things that happen. So I don't want to discount that and say that anyone is imagining anything or thinking something is happening that isn't happening. This is really all about our perception of what we think is happening and the self-talk that ensues as a result of it. This is really about the way we process what is happening around us and close to us and the way that we interpret that. And that's really the focus of this. And what I find is that any of the insecurities I have about myself, and I certainly do have those, uh, mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice are certainly not uh, silver bullets or magic fixes for you know my own personal hang-ups that I have about me or issues with self-confidence or with self-esteem. Uh, the one benefit is that they do allow me to be more aware when I'm fixating 
on those thoughts, those habitual thoughts that I have about myself, the ones that are negative and that are not making me feel better about myself at all. So that does help and being aware of that in the moment when I'm interacting with people is very beneficial because I can distance myself from it and not believe what I'm thinking and especially when I'm not thinking well of myself or feeling you know, negative or feeling badly about myself in some way. So when I'm talking about thinking that things are happening to us, I, you know, again, these are things that are happening around us and close to us and it is really a matter of, at least the way I have tried to approach this, is to focus really on being aware when someone, and I had an instance just a few days ago where I had an interaction with someone that I had not met before, and it was in a business context, and for some reason, the way that they were saying what they were saying, it was really kind of a combination. It was what they were saying, and it wasn't as if they were being outwardly disrespectful or mean or rude in any way. It was just the way that they were, it was, it was a combination of what they were saying and the way that they were saying it and the way that it was being delivered. It was the, the look that, you know, the looks that I was interpreting. And there again, I, you notice how I didn't say the way they were looking at me because I don't really know. It's, you know, it's all in my interpretation of the way that they were looking at me or their demeanor or the, the energy that they were giving off. And it's very possible that they didn't mean anything by it. I'll never really know. Uh, I can't say for sure when it's appropriate to tell someone that you're picking up on, you know, what some people refer to as certain vibes from people. There are situations in which I think it can be healthy and healing to do that, but I don't think there's any real uh, hard and fast rule for that. It's just I think that's more of a gut feel. So in this case, it was really not appropriate. I didn't feel like for me to say anything about it in the moment. And um, it's kind of like that old, you know, the old adage about, you know, truth is always what's, you know, first and foremost. But then again, that doesn't mean that's always what's called for in that particular moment. It's, you know, the way that it's said and when it's said. Uh, timing is everything. So in this case, I just was was aware of the fact that somehow or another, I was feeling certain things, uh, a certain energy from this person, and the things that they there again, I could have, and I caught myself pretty quickly. I was aware of the fact that I was in, you know, I was feeling like these things were happening to me. I don't know how to describe that exactly. I think everyone, you know, most likely experiences that in a different way, but it usually has something to do with, you know, not liking what a person is saying to you, the way that they're saying it to you, the way that they're looking or physically presenting what they are communicating to you. And it just doesn't feel good for one reason or another. And it's all in the mind. It's, you know, I I am seeing, and there again, I'm not saying this person may very well have felt negatively about me in some way and legitimately. And, you know, that's just, they didn't really even care that they were, were doing that. I, I really can never know those things. And because I can't really get inside someone's head, I find that by trying to waste time and energy speculating about whether a person really means this the way that I'm taking it, it just really leads to more stress and more anxiety. And in a lot of cases, these are questions that I can't ever answer. 
And what I find is there's no point in trying to chase an answer to a question I may never get. I'm much better off being aware of the way that my mind is reacting to that. And there's a lot going on there. I mean, I, you know, when I start really paying attention, especially with interpersonal relationships, I think those are, at least for me, are sometimes fraught with more difficulties and there's more stress there because I really am naturally introverted. I am naturally a person that lives and tends to live in my own head. I love socializing with people, but sometimes it confounds me. Sometimes it confuses me. Sometimes I feel like I'm stumbling around in, uh, you know, in shoes that I really can't stand in. And I, I feel kind of out of place and, any insecurities I have about myself or the ways in which I struggle with my own self-confidence are really, those things are very prominent when I am interacting with people, especially when I don't, when I've never met them or don't know them very well. So I'm aware of the fact that this is happening in my head. I'm starting to think uh, defensive thoughts. I'm starting to think thoughts uh, that are agitated, that are, you know, feeling as if, Somehow this person doesn't like me, uh, is being critical in some way. There's a, there's, a, there's a whole lot of different shades and a whole lot of different flavors of this, so to speak. And what is really important is not analyzing all the thoughts there again. That's, you know, that's not really the focus of mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice. It is just being aware that, hey, I'm, you know, here I am, I'm doing this. You know, I'm, I'm aware of the fact that I'm starting to interpret something that someone is saying or doing to me in a way that they're, you know, this is something that's happening to me. And I am, because of that, I'm not liking it or not feeling comfortable with it. I'm going to start judging what they're saying and trying to figure out, you know, what, what it is about that that is making me uncomfortable and what I need to defend myself against. And it's amazing how that can take on a life of its own just by, you know, having the thought that someone is doing something to me or, you know, and by either saying or whatever it is that their other action they're taking, that I can find myself in this place where I'm just, I'm somewhere else. I'm not really here anymore because I am actually so caught up in my own thoughts. And that's really, to me, what is important about this is, is, is I try to remind myself, I don't always remember to say it just this way, but it's, it's really differentiating or making the distinction between this is something I think that's happening to me instead of looking at it that way. I want to, want to look at it as this is just something that's happening. I want to try. I don't, I'm not necessarily saying I want to depersonalize every experience I have and not have, you know, think, try to tell myself that it's not me having it. It's just I don't want to be so attached to that identity of this person that is a victim that somehow something is someone is doing something to me or something is happening to me. Now this all relates to situations where clearly we're just in it's it's open for interpretation. I realize there are situ legitimate situations in which people are doing things to us that are wrong uh, or or dangerous in some way and that's really outside the scope of this. But this is just really everyday, what I refer to as garden variety interactions with other people where there is no, no physical danger involved and no mental danger involved. And if I can be aware of the fact that I am thinking all of these thoughts, then it's a matter of really allowing myself to just feel whatever it is I'm feeling. If I am, you know, somehow I'm experiencing a negative emotion, 
I can't stop that from happening and I can't try to deny it or try to change how I feel. The more I try to do that, the more I am probably going to fixate on whatever negative emotion I'm having. I also realize too that all the thoughts of, you know, what I am thinking about what I'm feeling trying to stop those thoughts is really not going to help either. And I know that it sometimes I've had people look at me very bewildered and saying, you know, why do I want to really pay attention to these negative thoughts that I'm having about these negative emotions that I'm having? You know, that doesn't feel good. The idea, you know, why do I want to really focus on that? And it's not there again, it's not to focus on it. It's just to the only way that I found that I can calm my mind is to focus on calming my mind, first of all. And there's different meditative practices for doing that. And then in order to give myself a different perspective and give myself a little bit more headspace, as some people refer to it as, I don't, you know, trying to run away from the way I'm feeling certainly doesn't help or denying it or stuffing it or pushing it down does not help. And the, the idea here is to just be with whatever it is that, that, that's happening. And many times I find that as a result of doing that, I, I'm willing to acknowledge that I may be wrong about my interpretation, about what I think this person is doing to me or what is happening to me. And by letting loose of that and just being, just, just by virtue of making that shift, I can allow myself to be more open and really looking at this as, you know, I don't really know, you know, it seems like this person is doing this to me or, or treating me in a certain way, but I, you know, I really don't know for sure. And even though just because I think that they are doesn't mean that they really are. And when I can do that, I can actually, even though I am, you know, really wanting to believe something, I really want to believe that something is happening to me or someone is, is doing something to me, I can actually be willing to live really kind of in a, it's almost like a paradox. It's like, you know, I think that's really what's happening, but I also know that it may very well not be happening. And so getting back to the whole thing about that, you know, that shift of thinking, instead of thinking that something is happening to us, just being open to the fact that something is just happening and we may not really know what it is. And by not needing to know what it is, and there again, that's a, that's a further step back away from our attachment to the situation and just being open to the fact that we really may not know. And then taking it a step further with, with awareness is if I can be aware that I'm reacting and thinking thoughts about how I'm feeling negatively about what I think someone is doing to me or saying to me, if I can detach myself from that some, not deny it, but really just let go of the need to believe whatever it is I'm believing about this, I can actually be here more and without needing to have answers about what I think is going on. I can actually listen to this person, even if I don't really like what is being said or the way that it's being delivered, I can kind of play with that. I can just let it be what it is and not need to judge it and not need to feel like it's being done to me. Now I realize there are situations where someone, if they are, you know, making fun of us or making light of us in some way, there again, to take that a step further, uh, while that is hurtful and it doesn't feel good, I don't want to minimize the uh, uh, the pain that that can cause. 
but I also do know that, you know, and there again, it's hard, you know, every person I think has a different way of dealing with those things. And that's probably really a, a different subject, you know, altogether as well. I mean, if there, there are times when people are trying to, ver, you know, hurt us verbally and say things to us to demean us or, you know, disrespect us in some way. And so I'm thinking maybe just kind of setting that part aside and, and looking at that at a different time. And what I've, what's amazing to me is that out of any given day or any given week or month or even year, if for that matter, if I look at a lot of these times when I am reacting and thinking that something's happening to me, there are really way more times that this is happening that it's probably really not happening to me. It's just my interpretation. If I were to compare the number of times in which something is actually done to me or happens to me versus me just thinking that and defending myself against something that may very well not really be happening the way I'm thinking it's happening, I would imagine, in my life at least, those those way outnumber. I can't even imagine what the, uh, uh, the difference would be versus the the fewer much fewer times that people are actually saying hurtful things to me and really trying to hurt me in some way and i'm not denying that that happens because it certainly does but i think that there are so many more situations in that we in which we make it harder than it has to be for ourselves and we cause ourselves in you know unnecessary suffering that we really don't have to and the other side of the coin is we might actually be able to by expanding our ability to be open to what could really be happening and that we may be misjudging it in some way. It doesn't mean that we're bad or wrong or that we need to feel bad about ourselves. It's just that we're human. We may actually uh, have an opportunity to learn something. We may find that this person who we think is doing something to us or saying something to us in a certain way really isn't and that we don't really have to close ourselves off. There might be things we can learn from someone or from a situation in which someone is not seeking to make us the victim. It's just that we feel, and, and I have done it so many times. I could sit here for the next, you know, however many hours, you know, reviewing these things. And I don't think it, there's really any benefit in doing that right now. But I know that in most cases, everyone that I've talked to has their list, long list of examples for when we have found ourselves in situations like this. I have really found that the only way to really cope more effectively, because there again, it's hard to cope. If I'm so busy, if I'm interacting with someone and I'm so busy thinking and believing that they are doing something to me that is hurtful or that is uh, putting me in a, in a bad position in some way, I've decided in my mind who I think they are. They're the person that's hurting me in some way or doing something to me. So I'm really no longer able to see them for who they really are. And then I'm defending myself against it and trying to prove something. And this can really spiral out of control. It's really hard to cope and do the best work I can do and be the most effective human being I can be and take care of those people that I want to look after and take care of and, and discharge my responsibilities in this life. And really enjoy, it's, it's really almost impossible to enjoy being around people if I am constantly overthinking what I think is being possibly done to me or said to me in a way that is, 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 is hurtful or demeaning. And when, when I don't really know for sure. And by setting a lot of that aside mentally and, you know, kind of taking a step back and allowing myself to just be open to the possibility that I'm wrong 
and that that's not the worst thing in the world. It's, you know, it's not that I'm penalizing myself or judging myself. It's just being open to not really knowing, just being in that place where I really don't know. And what I find is my mind will naturally get more calm and I will naturally be able to really be here where everything is happening more if I can first and foremost be aware when I'm starting to do this, when I find myself, I've heard the term before, you know, you're, you're, it gets your hackles up, so to speak. It's, you know, you, there's this kind of like in, you know, internal, uh, sort of bracing against something where, you know, we get into a very defensive posture and it's very hard. I found it's very hard to be open when I'm aware that I'm doing that. It's very easy for me to see that I'm really not open to what this person is saying. I'm really not open to who they are and what they're about. And I'm certainly not going to be open to learning anything from them if I think they are doing something to me. And this has really been something that has changed my life in a lot of different ways. I found that it's, it's considerably easier to meet new people if I don't have this narrative running in my head. And there again, I'm not saying that I can stop that narrative. It's just that if I don't have that narrative in my head and that I am believing everything I'm, that I'm thinking about how I'm feeling and interpreting you know, the incoming stimuli and the way things are, are the messages are being received, if I'm not so busy trying to think that somehow that these things are being done to me and that they are just, it's just life. I'm not necessarily, I don't have to identify with everything that's said to me and that everything that I think is being done to me. I can actually just experience it and not have to brace against it. It's a lot easier for me to be around people because I'm not making it so much more complicated in my head. I'm actually being with people and interacting with people. And clearly, I want to be uh, aware of how I am behaving with other people. I want to be make sure that I am listening to them, that I'm hearing their perspectives, that I'm understanding that they may look at things differently than I do. It's a lot easier to do that and really genuinely be open to who someone is and get to know them if I'm not so busy trying to guard this self and this, uh, this person that I'm identifying with as myself, and I'm not having to worry so much about that, that I can just be and not be so focused on being me, so to speak, I guess would be a good way of putting it. And mindfulness practice has really facilitated that and made that much easier. And then once I can be more aware when I'm doing this, I can let go of the need to believe it. And then really when I'm in the middle of life, you know, when I start to find myself feeling put upon in some way and I'm starting to defend myself or think negative thoughts or self-defeating thoughts to the point where I can't really do the best work I can do and I can't really be who I really am in those moments, I can actually utilize the practice to cope more effectively and it's really just a matter of, and we don't always have that ability to go into a quiet room and be still and sit with it. Sometimes we have to do what I refer as I, as I always talk about being mindful on our feet and it is possible to do it. And I've just found that by practicing it when it is quiet, when we can be still, I really find that when we're in those moments where we are really struggling and feeling that really deep pull to defend ourselves against something and identify as a person that something is being done to, that we can actually do that while we're right in the middle of the storm, right when things are happening. And just by giving ourselves just a little bit more headspace and a little more perspective, 
and to just be open to the fact that, you know, here I go again, I'm, I've caught myself in the act of, and there again, this isn't to judge myself or, you know, feel bad about myself. It's just, you know, there I go again, you know, this is part of what I call my greatest hits, you know, all of the things that I become aware that I do mentally and react in certain ways that really don't add to the quality of my life. And it's not about trying to brute force changing those things or stopping them. It's about actually opening up and expanding and being more open to the fact that I, because I'm human, I am going to have these self-defeating thoughts. I am going to have negative self-talk. And But I don't have to try to do it, and I don't have to try not to do it. All I really have to do is just be aware that my mind is doing it. Because that's really where these things start, all of these reactions, and just let go of the need to take that so seriously and let go of the need to take myself so seriously. I'm finding that it really is much easier to be around people, and I can feel much better about myself while doing it.